Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. She's there. Blog Talk Radio. another episode of Scatter Chatter. Uh, our, my co-host can't be here tonight, uh, Mr. Will. He's doing overtime. As you guys know, he's one of the uh, frontliners. He's uh, working at a hospital. And uh, so I'm going to run the show uh, tonight. Our guest, we have Dr. Timmer, and I believe her husband is joining her. Hello, Dr. Timmer. How are you? Yes, hi. Are you there? How are you? Good be Oh, we got you. There you are. I was like, uh-oh, technical difficulties there. You there? Uh-oh. Yes. Can you hear me? Okay. All right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Is your I'm, I'm here. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I don't know the – do I call him doctor or do I just call him Mr. – what do I do? <laughs> Mr. would be great. Mr. Ben Hemmer. Oh, okay. Uh, doctor or Mister? I'm sorry, I, I I didn't hear that. I didn't get that. Mister Timmer? No, I'm not. I'm not a doctor. Oh. I just play one on TV. Ben Timmer here. All right. I'm glad to hello. be on. Oh, hello, Ben. How are you doing? So, um, wonderful, again, wonderful. Uh, thank you. So, uh, Doctor Timmer and and Mister Mister Timmer, can you guys? Tell us who you are and what you do before we go into the questions, and then we'll talk about our subject tonight, which is cannabis. So go and do your thing. Sure. Um, we run Total Holistic Center. It's a wellness clinic in South Florida, but also um, all over the United States because we see patients online, virtually, as well as locally in person. Um, I'm a physician, and I have a more holistic philosophy on health. Uh, we spoke a little bit more about that in the previous couple of weeks when right, I right. was a guest on the show. Yeah, thank um, you so much and, for doing the show. Yeah. Over and over, like, we appreciate your joining us. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. And your husband, he is a, he said he's a specialist, or what was it? So my husband is, uh, well, we're talking about cannabis, and mm-hmm. um, he's running a nonprofit, cannabis, uh, International Jewish Cannabis Association. Uh, he's been okay. an activist in the uh, topic and in the industry of cannabis for a long time. Okay. Um, and he knows so much about the subject, even more than me. That's why I wanted him to be a part of this. 
And and I think even in a previous episode, you mentioned that you were the second person to get the medical approval for cannabis. I want to make sure I'm right on that fact, right? I don't know if I was exactly second, but I was – can you hear me? Yeah, I I can hear you. Just make sure you're close to the mic, yeah. Uh, I was one one of the first in in South Florida, so I don't know exactly what number I was. (laughs) But you're in there. That's all that matters. Yeah. Okay. Um, So we have a a series of questions that I wanted to go through, and I believe – you or Mr. Timmer can uh, answer them for us. Um, so are, are we ready to go? Sure. Yeah, we're going to do our do best it. to answer all the questions for you. Okay. If we don't hit them all, we'll maybe might have to do another episode, but we'll do our best to get it within the 35-minute uh, time span or whatever. Um, okay, so first one. Um, so there's three strands that I've heard of. I watched, like, a lot of Netflix specials, like Explained, and I've done my own research. I've known people. There's sativa, indico, and ruderalis, I believe. Can you explain the three and what are they and how they're used specifically, if they're mixed or whatnot? I don't know how it works, so let's go from there. So cannabis uh, cannabis uh, has been, uh, as you said, uh, uh Separated into three different uh, categories. Okay. Um, as you said, it's um, uh, sativa, indica, and ruderalis. Uh, those things are actually, uh, by some accounts, uh, slowly changing, just like everything else. But uh, uh, because of uh, how it it was uh, it it was named. It was essentially mm-hmm. um, possibly even misnamed. Um, today, uh, the the three different classifications are identified by their uh, appearance as well as by their effect. So okay. uh, traditionally. Traditionally, uh, cannabis sativa has uh, thin leaves, uh, very long branches. Uh, cannabis indica is uh, a shorter plant and was uh, introduced uh, uh, and, and gives a, a little bit more of um, sedative qualities. Is uh, has a different. Uh, all the plants have different cannabinoid profiles. But mm-hmm. uh, traditionally, it's been said that the indica plants have uh, uh, profiles that uh, are more sedative. So, okay. um, and the ruderalis is uh, more of a hemp type of plant where, uh, once again, its uh, cannabinoid composition uh, varies greatly from the other two because it's uh, very traditionally very low um, THC. Now, okay. Those uh, those are actually those are actually uh, uh, right now under review because uh, they're finding different plants um, 
throughout the world, and uh, there might be some changes coming up. So a lot of uh, what we're seeing is uh, hybridization um, right. in today's cannabis market. Okay, so I'm going to like kind of a segue question. So you're talking about the hybridization of things. Now I've heard there's a difference. There's a there's hybrid and synthetics. Like have you have you heard of this? Are you familiar with these? The mixture of there's things. There's a very there's a very big difference between uh, plant derived cannabinoids like THC, CBD, and uh, cannabinoids that are synthetic fully, which are um, if you remember there was a spice and all these other. Um, bath salts, I don't know, all this other stuff that was sold as uh, incense or uh, K2. There was uh, all of these uh, synthetic cannabinoids that weren't, weren't classified but acted or, or affected the endocannabinoid system uh, were on the market in, uh, you know, gas stations and uh, they were leading uh, people to some uh, very negative results. Uh, so I just want your listeners and uh, our followers to uh, be very clear that uh, synthetic is uh, definitely worse uh, than natural, um, you know, organically derived uh, cannabinoids. So the so the non medical so that's the only thing so okay the bath salts that's a thing that's non medical is there any other like other term for the synthetic that we would know like as a normal person or a layman's terms like uh, I don't know could it be called shower gel or something I don't know but you get at the liquor store under a different name or like one of these little like side smoke shops you get it and it's called so, something so- else is there some new thing. So so you really don't want to be going to any kind of uh, smoke shops or gas stations to purchase anything that you're going to be inhaling at the end of the day. Um, right. You know, and, and we see that with cigarettes. We see that with Juul. We see that with uh, any kind of other um, stuff, you know, things that they're trying to sell you um, that, is really not regulated. So you want to be going to, um, you want to be going to uh, licensed uh, manufacturers. You want to be going to uh, companies that have good uh, uh, certificates of uh, analysis of their products and, you want to make sure that if you call a phone number on the company, you know, on the product, that you're getting somebody that can answer your questions and uh, you're not going to, you know, be in a situation where, you know, something is, uh, you know, a one-off product or an off-label product that doesn't, uh, uh, doesn't really do what – that does more harm than good, let's put it that way. So you want to okay, make sure so, that you're educated. So, Ben, let me ask you this. In, in that whole questioning, right, because, I mean, I don't know about Florida. I haven't been there lately. Uh, L.A., Vegas, there's a smoke shop. There's a, a weed shop or a cannabis shop, like, on every corner. 
Like, how do I know which ones are licensed or which ones are, like, the safe ones to go to? Is there, like, a symbol? Like, you know how in some restaurants you get the grade A for the restaurant or grade B. You don't want to go to the B. You want to go to the A. How do I know that's good for me? Like, if, if, if I want to send my grandmama to the stove to get her a little hookup. Like, what should she be right. looking for on her own so she can do it on her own? Like, what should what are the things she should look for? So, uh, I mean, a lot of a lot of what is happening, especially in L.A. Uh, at this point, is um, you know regulations are coming in, and and that's that's what we've uh, that's what we've really tried to do, and what we're doing with. Um, the International Jewish Cannabis Association. Uh, we're, okay. We're, we have created a nonprofit, um, and that's www.theijca.org. Uh, it's a nonprofit. It. Yeah, it's uh, the International Jewish Cannabis Association. www.theijca.org. Mm-hmm. And essentially, it's a group of it's a platform for networking uh, of entrepreneurs, of uh, clergy, of researchers, scientists, physicians. Um, we have a board of physicians. We have a board of uh, of clergy, a rabbinical board. And what we've done is we've uh, elevated the conversation about cannabis, so you can easily and and freely with with a hundred percent knowledge that your grandma would get um the best referral possible uh you could mm-hmm. refer her to the international jewish cannabis association and we would not only um get her uh, uh, you know connected to a qualified um physician but also uh guide her in, uh, you know, reaching out to a local dispensary or having a delivery made, especially in, you know, these times where um, where you don't really want her to be walking around and, and going to stores. Um, right. So, so what we have is, uh, that's number one. Number two, we we always uh you know we always want to make sure that uh the companies are licensed the physicians are licensed um that gr- that your grandma is not only getting you know something that you know we think that she should get but something that um that a physician with uh some extensive background in cannabinoid therapy uh would be able to guide her on at least generally and not necessarily a uh you know, recreational shot. Okay. That's that's good to know. That's good to know. Now, besides your organization, do you know anybody else that might be doing something similar to what you're doing to make sure that everything is in compliance and, you know, down to the letter? Like, do you know anybody else that might be doing something that might be on this coast or on the West Coast? Well, suppose, well, well that's, that's a beautiful part about it. We have just opened up a... Um, uh, in, in LA, we've just opened up uh, before in February a uh, a chapter. So we're okay. actually local and and we're we're on the ground. Um, anybody else 
I, I don't know of any nonprofits that are, you know, kind of uh, creating this type of network, but I do know that you want, you know, the, the, the point for all of these new regulations and licensing and, and, and rules, and in my opinion, is to uh, is to essentially create um, a framework where the dispensaries are going to abide by, you know, similar rules. So you want to be going to some, uh, you know, an establishment that's licensed with the state, that's licensed with the city, and not something that you could look up right away. Um, right. I believe, uh, I believe even by calling three one one. Also, from what I understand, uh, uh, Weed Maps is uh, no longer working with un- unlicensed uh, retailers. So okay. the chances that, you know, you have uh, better products and, and, you know, not the fake cartridge, you know, the, the, there's fake stuff everywhere. There's, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure you guys know, uh, you know, what's going on out there. So um, you want to make sure that the, the dispensary is licensed. You want to make sure that uh, your source is licensed, that especially with somebody that's of 50, 55 plus, you want to make sure that all of their um, issues are addressed and not only, you know, a general sativa indica is recommended, but also something that's more in line with their, you know, possible diabetes or, or other issues or uh, you know, other comorbid issues. Okay. That's that's really good info to have. Oh, thank you for that. Um, so on along on that line, so we were talking about the different strands, the sativa, the indica, the ruderalis. Hemp, what is the difference between I keep seeing this hemp and C B D. What is the difference what's the clear difference in layman's terms between the two? So hemp hemp is really the plant Hemp is the actual green plant that grows. CBD is a compound and is a cannabinoid. Uh, it's one of the cannabinoids that's found in the cannabis plant, but it's also found in many other plants. It's just much more concentrated in different types of uh, cannabis strains. It's also was found that hemp is uh, a big, basically there's a large concentration of this molecule, uh, CBD, cannabidiol it's called, and okay. it, was actually, it was actually isolated in Israel, uh, just like THC. A lot of people don't know that all the research, everything that we have, um, a lot of the advocacy guys like Jack Hare um, uh, were were Jewish, and and um, a lot of the research, a lot of uh, what we know today, and uh, how uh, cannabinoids work, how um, basically the the discovery of the endocannabinoid system uh, actually was in Israel in Jerusalem. Uh, Hebrew University in the 60s 
and they've been studying, uh, they've been leading the way ever since. Um, the, the answer, the answer basically back to the question is that the CBD that was discovered in Israel is a molecule. So that's the difference. The difference is, is just like THC, tetrahydrocannabinol, which everybody knows, it's it's another molecule, right? And it's in right. It's also it's also found in a plant called the uh, let's say uh, cannabis indica. Um, uh, you can name it uh, let's say Granddaddy Purple. You could extract the THC out of it, so you extract CBD out of hemp. You extract CBD out of uh, cannabis plants as well. Uh, hemp is another type of cannabis. Okay. So the the CBD or the the hemp, which one has more of the? I guess what do you call it? The more of the high or the? I think it's called a. Uh, I don't know what the factor is. One is more of the high, and one is more of the just healing properties. Which one is is so, more for that? So there's there are two of the more widely known components. Uh, these molecules they are known as THC and CBD. So okay. those two, one. THC is called tetrahydrocannabinol. It's an acronym is THC. Right. And and it is the euphoric one. That's the one that induces euphoria. It gives uh, people quote unquote high feeling. It gives them uh, it's it's you know now it's uh, not really considered a high. It's just it's a considered a, a euphoric feeling. The okay. other one. CBD, CBD is also found in all of these uh, different strains of the plant that we spoke about. In hemp, in hemp, and how hemp is, is classified by the U.S. Farm Bill is that everything that has 0.03% or less of THC, the the psychoactive component, is considered uh, a hemp plant and and is considered uh, a farm um, product that can be stored and and sold and and uh, whatever. Basically, they've opened it up last year. Everything okay. that has m- more than zero point zero three percent. THC is considered illegal and is regulated through, you know, dispensaries and and licensing processes in different states. So Hmm. the THC is the one that gives you the euphoria. The CBD is the one that is, quote, unquote, more medicinal. They were both discovered in Israel by the grandfather of cannabis, Raphael Mashoam. And uh, today, uh, CBD is sold in stores. 
uh, like, you know, everywhere. Actually, Dr. Anya has a, a line of CBD um, that she has formulated uh, over a course of three years, and uh, that's uh, sold through her line called Total Holistic Supplements, and you can find that on totalholisticsupplements.com. Oh, okay. I, so, it's, you know, I always ask this question when people are selling their products. It's not available on Amazon. It's only available through that site, right? Hello? Yes. Yes. Yes, 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 yes it is. Okay. Um, it's so only available through totalholisticsupplements.com. Okay. I also, so, I also wanted to ask you a question as far as the medicinal properties of, of these compounds. Uh, there is okay. a, a research that shows there's an entourage effect, what they call. So there's a combination oh, of, um, yeah, there's, some people are basically uh, sensitive enough where just the CBD products will give them, uh, you know, some relief uh, in, their, in their symptoms. But uh, it shows in the research that uh, products with all different cannabinoids in them together, uh, not being separated, have much more potent medicinal properties than when they're separated into uh, singular components, uh, which, which they call isolates. So um, together, CBD and THC uh, with some other cannabinoids work much better for most people. That's why uh, in medicinal uh, marijuana programs, uh, such as Florida uh, and, and other states, uh, it's very important for some patients to have uh, the ability to get to both of these compounds um, in order for them to feel relief in their symptoms of chronic issues. Wow. Okay. I didn't know that one. That's, that's interesting. Um, so with that being said, um, let's see. I think I had a question that was related to that. So when people are taking this, right, as far as patients and when it's for medicinal purposes, like what kind of people or what kind of patients do you have that come in and just like, please give me the stuff. I need it, doc. Like what kind of like chronic illnesses do you see people using it for or not? Well, uh, specifically in, in the case of my practice, um, Probably 99, 98% of my patients uh, are um, over 50 years old and they have quite severe chronic issues. And um, most of them do come in actually saying something along the lines of, uh, I'm not here to get high. All I want is basically to, uh, you know, get rid of uh, my symptoms and the issues that are causing pain and suffering. Um, there's a, each state, each qualifying, each medical marijuana state program has their own qualifying conditions. Um, you know, there's some similarities and some differences, but most of them have to do with issues that are chronic. So something that has been there for a year or, or longer, um, something that the person has been suffering from, they basically tried regular medical route first. Um, and physicians are actually regulated to get medical records to prove that, that the person already tried the medical route, they tried the medications, they tried maybe even surgery or injections, 
uh, but they that hasn't worked for them. So then um, they're able to be put into medical marijuana registry of that particular state. You know, some of the uh, couple conditions that are, for example, qualifying in Florida um, are Crohn's disease, Parkinson's disease, multiple sclerosis, uh, cancer, um, you know, and similar um, issues like that. So I can't run into your clinic and just say I got the glaucoma in my eye. Can you please give me something? That's not going to fly with you. No. I'm sorry. Can you repeat the question in here? I'm just, I'm just saying I can't run into your your facility and just say I have glaucoma in my eye, and that's okay. Yes, actually, have, actually, matter. Uh, glaucoma is one that. of the qualifying conditions. It is. Oh my God. Glaucoma is one of the. Yeah, it's one of the qualifying conditions because it decreases the eye pressure. Um, well, so it, in, what's in a joke among friends center, that people actually, say that? They just go in. <laughs> well, you yeah. can joke all, all you want, <laughs> but if you do have <laughs> yeah. the qualifying chronic condition, then then you are qualified. That's one of them. Okay. So maybe I guess you got to come up with records and just be like, okay, I saw a doctor. I got this pain. I I hate to say this. I got glaucoma. I got a pain. I've seen a doctor. Here's my records. Can we try something else? Let's do some alternative medicine. Then you can be like, okay, now let's have a conversation. Perhaps. Absolutely. That's exactly what the medical program in, in all these different states is there for, that it gives patients an alternative route, a complementary route where uh, they could, you know, they already have all these uh, treatment plans that they tried and it didn't work. So, okay, here we go. We have this more natural route now, which in my holistic mindset is, is amazing that we could try this medicinal herb that has been available for thousands of years to the healers, all kinds of healers. Um, which is, in my personal opinion, through a lot of research that I've been doing, is much safer than a lot of the synthetic medications. Um, I love having it in my uh, holistic toolbox for my patients. So oh, that kind of leads me to my next question. Would you prefer people go the Western, I hope I'm saying this right, the, the industrialized like medicinal route and then going holistic, or would you prefer them go holistic first if they've done their homework? Like which would you or, or can you even recommend that legally as a doctor? I'm not trying to get you in trouble or anything, but which <laughs> would you prefer? Yeah, I, I'm just trying to do it right. I don't got, you know, the whole... Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> well, in, in Total Holistic Center, and we have uh, we see patients nationally as well, um, we, we prefer, we deal with more chronic issues, and we mostly okay. deal with people who uh, has already, they've been suffering for years. So most of them okay. have already tried the Western medicine route uh, because that's the first thing that people are usually aware of. Um, so once they go and they try different treatments and then they see it's still not working, they're still suffering, that's uh, when they seek uh, more alternative complementary treatments, and that's what we help them with. Okay. All right. Um, so then my other question is this. So we're talking about the, the – cannabinoids, the THC. So when there's a lot of stuff on the market and they have like these different dosages, like where, where's the entry point 
Like if you're, especially if you're going into, I don't know if you guys do the fun stuff or something similar. Like where's, where's the entry point to know, based upon somebody's chronic illness, like as far as dosaging, when something says, okay, it has 50 milligrams, or I'm pretty sure that might be too much. I don't know. Um, what is the entry point as far as that? Because people are just saying like, oh, I take like a hundred milligrams of cannabidiol and THC, and I'm I'm good to go because I got pain. Like what? What are we looking at as far as that goes? It's it, so just like Total Holistic Center, and just like all the approaches that uh, Dr. Anya has uh, incorporated in uh, all the protocols. It's very individualized. So what okay. happens is is that that nationally in any state, um, you know, in California, in uh, California, and, uh, and even in Canada or Mexico, somebody can call our office five six one three two three four nine nine four. And even though we may not be able to get them the recommendation, but what, what Dr. Anya's uh, team has done is they have been able to um, guide people along the lines of what is it that they need, what issues they're dealing with, uh, what's going on in their life, uh, and and thereby creating a 360-degree health plan. So these types of questions are very, very um, individualized. And as such, Mm -hmm. we want to make sure that when somebody – has that question, they're free to call us, text us, email, you know, Total Holistic Center, and get those uh, questions answered um, specifically to their needs. Because if, cer- if a person has never taken any kind of cannabinoids, that answer is going to be different than somebody that's, uh, you know, a, a 20-year veteran, you know, and, and knows what they're doing. So we want to make sure that there's no blanket statements. And by the way, that's, that's actually a very good litmus test. That's a very good um, way to find out if your doctor or if your medical care professional is giving you just a blanket statement or a blanket um, protocol. Uh, you always want to make sure that whatever you're getting, whatever kind of pills you're getting is not meant for two, three, five, ten million other Americans that it's specifically designed to a snapshot of what's going on in your system today and the recommendation is such that it should be specific to those to, to the root cause uh, of those issues. And many times um, that root cause is inflammation and uh, a, a, a very, um, you know, unhealthy lifestyle. Okay. That's that's a good pointer to know. Okay, so I think we're running short on time. I want to ask you one major key question that I'm pretty sure some people are, might be wondering. Has anyone ever died or overdosed from using cannabis, TAC, or hemp that you know of in the press or anything? I'll answer that question. I love this question. So uh, about three and a half uh, years ago when I was studying uh, for a certificate to become a, a medical marijuana certified physician, um, I was taking a course that was provided by Florida Department of Health. 
Um, this mm-hmm. is something that addressed in there, which I found very um, amusing and interesting. Um, there was one recorded death that was considered the cause of death, cannabis overdose. And this is what happened. Um, a patient uh, went to a physician. They got their recommendation for a particular product. Um, they took some of it. Uh, and it was uh, an oral route. So when somebody is taking uh, cannabis orally, it takes, you know, just like any other medication, it takes time for it to be digested through your body. You don't experience the effects right away. So the person right. took a dose. They didn't feel it working right away. They took more. They didn't feel it working right away. They kept taking more and more and more and more until the point of complete <laughs> and utter um inebriation, and they basically jumped from the balcony to their death. Um, Oh. uh, That was the only recorded death that had, uh, you know, uh, that that cause of death. Um, That was very interesting to me um, because, you know, when, when somebody is, number one, not following the recommendations and also not the you know, using the product correctly and the medication correctly, is it uh, caused by the medication or is it caused by just uh, a little bit of ignorance? Uh, to me, to me, it might be the, the latter. But other than that, uh, I personally am not, um, uh, in, in my experience uh, with patients, uh, we didn't have any deaths and I'm not aware of any other deaths that are caused by cannabis um, overdose, and that's why I very much like to use this treatment option in my practice because it's very uh, helpful for chronic illness, but it's, uh, in my opinion, uh, much safer. Uh, There's actually research that shows that it's even safer than nicotine and caffeine, so that that makes me feel good to use it in my practice. Caffeine is like... Everybody can get a hold of that. Mm-hmm. Even kids. Seen kids as right. books. This is great. Okay. Wow. That, did we lose signal? Uh oh. Little technical the difficulty. Caffeine, the caffeine the caffeine is uh, also in uh, Coca Cola, you know what I mean? It's uh yeah. in uh in Mountain Dew, so it's everywhere. Uh, you have gamers those are, are you have those you have those combinations with sugar and um, all the different other, you know, uh, high fructose corn syrup and everything else that's added there. And uh, you have, you know, long-term effects to the system that um, that are hard to uh, that are hard to change. Yeah. Wow. Well, uh, uh, Dr. Timmer and. Uh, Mr. Timmer, uh, thank you for joining us. Do you guys have any last words before we part ways? And maybe drop the the your website and phone number again to the center before we go. Sure, sure. So the website is www.totalholisticcenter.com, and the phone number is five six one three two three four nine nine four. And, and the um, International Jewish Cannabis 
Association is available at www.theijca.org mm-hmm. or you can Google us the International Jewish Cannabis Association. And you know what, uh, Mr. Turner, we might have to get some graphics from you to put on the actual page of this episode, and maybe for the next one we do a follow-up, if that's okay with you. With pleasure. Looking forward to it. Yeah. So thank you very much for joining us tonight. Um, Everybody, my last words are just be good to each other and uh, stay at home still. (laughs) Stay at home. And, uh, yeah, just be safe out there. So uh, good night. Be good to each other. And that's all. That's all I got. Good night. Good night. Thank you for having us. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.